when looking for the king of podcasts, you're at the wrong channel. Looking for good ideas for life, you are far from good hands. If you think the listener is always right, you are far from the right place. Hosted by a Northeasterner by birth, a rebel by choice. If you want a host that floats between love and madness, then play on and listen to Crazy Train Radio. What up? Excuse me while I whip this out. Oh, gnarly! Say what again? Say what again? I dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. Say what one more goddamn time. I knew it, I'm surrounded by assholes. And good evening, friend. Not all football helmets are created equal. Zenith, the industry leader in protective technology, is the only helmet in the game with adaptive head protection featuring a shot suspension system that can move independently from the helmet shell. Headquartered and developed in Detroit, Zenith is committed to player safety and revolutionary innovation. Zenith is proud to protect athletes at every level from peewee to the pros. Learn more about the Zenith difference at zenith.com. That's X-E-N-I-T-H.com. I'll tell you what's up. Based out of Atlantic City, New Jersey, Geek Time Entertainment runs exclusively along with different events in the area to strategize with their partners who will benefit with increased exposure and patron traffic. Geek Time Entertainment will work with your event in increasing the event's traffic via social media, radio, and storefront advertisements. Holy cow! Also, they will help increase business for your company and event with different sales incentives. Duh. Whether your event will be small or even mid-scale, Geek Time Entertainment is the group to work with. That's what I'm talking about. Contact them today at geektimeentertainment at gmail.com or facebook.com backslash geektimeentertainment. Oh my god, who the hell Hey, this is Tiffany, and you're listening to Crazy Train Radio.
Well, I also want to ask, I guess I'll throw this out right away. Uh, you had a new album come out last year, A Million Miles, with yes. Platform Pledge Music. Is that what you're basically touring on, that new album there? Yeah, oh, definitely. I mean, the, the album is, you know, is a pop album. It's adult contemporary pop album. I think it's probably an extension. I know I've done a, a couple different things since the first two albums. Um, I did a kind of a semi-rock album called The Color of Silence, and then I did a country project. Um, a lot of people don't know that I started off in country music. So I kind of wanted to just do an album that, showed that backstory that I have been in the music industry for a long time and there were so many people who believed in me and helped me along the way. And, you know, even though I didn't end up as a country singer, um, I think from from live performances to just, you know, getting to work with bands and, and, and being around that environment really inspired me to be the person that I am now, um, a songwriter and producer. So I owe that all to really country music and that, that earlier time period so this album a million miles i really wanted to get back to singing um i love i love rocking out i love dance projects i you know i love i love songs that i can just kind of rock out and let the band play but there's something so beautiful about ballads and singing and 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 i've come to really you know cherish that that i'm a vocalist at heart and that it's you know it's I'm very grateful. It's not very hard for me to just open my mouth and there it comes out. So, you know, a lot of my fans are like, you do ballads so beautifully. Um, you know, we would love to have you do more of that kind of stuff. So this is, you know, they're ballads, but they're dramatic. They're not all slow songs. Um, I think the album has is, got a lot of production value to it. And I came into the studio, and this is why I put my name on this one as a co-producer, because I had such defined... Um, ideas of where I wanted to take this album. Um, I wanted my, my strings and my cello and, you know, I wanted it to be something that really was great to listen to, but also when you take that in a live venue, it's going to be amazing. And so that's what we're doing. We're touring off this album, kind of stripped down an acoustic evening. Again, there's flair, there's dynamics. Um, and we, we switch it up. Sometimes we do add an electric guitar or Sometimes we do add some strings. So you never know what you're going to get. Every show has been different, which is kind of cool for the fans. Exactly. And if folks want to check out the uh, where she's going to be and when and all that fun stuff and to get your tickets, depending on when you hear this and whatnot, website's tiffanytunes.com. Yeah. But, uh, yes, because we obviously want folks to uh, get tickets. And you mentioned about the country music influence early in your life because you went to Nashville before. And as I said in the intro there, you're based out of Nashville now. When I did some reading, which was scary because my folks wanted me to learn how to read and write. God knows why. <laughs> <laughs> that you actually got to, one of the core notes I saw because we know everything on the Internet is true that you actually performed as an opener for George Jones at, like, 11 years old. I did, yeah. And, we, you know, uh, uh, Mickey Gilly, Johnny Lee, uh, George Jones. Uh, Hoyt Axton actually was very instrumental in my earlier career. So he was the first one to kind of sit with my parents and say, she really does have it. If you really want to do this, 
you know, I, my parents didn't come from the music industry, and we were based out of L.A. I'm born and raised in L.A. And, you know, he just kind of gave my parents some advice and then said, I think you should go to Nashville and meet my mom, May Axton. She's very instrumental there in, and has some power and signed some artists. And so she can kind of show you the ropes. And, and so we did. We came to Nashville the first time when I was 10, actually. Um, and it was great. It's word of mouth. I just got opportunities to open up for people, and one being George Jones, which was amazing. And I got to meet him probably about four years ago um, again and went on his bus. And I, you know, I don't know if you remember, but I did say I, I was a little girl when I first opened for you. And he was just the sweetest man um, living in Nashville as well. And he was like, now come on by the house if, you ever, if you're ever in my area. And I was like, well, that was really cool. <laughs> yeah, because George was a king of kings, I, I would say, not just in country, but in music in general. He's one of those guys that was just, I can't describe it at the moment. Oh, yeah. I mean, I w- I've always been a big, huge fan. Um, and, I again, I mean, he is, you know, staple of country music. So, you know, he is a legend. And uh, it was really, yes. truly an honor to, to spend some time with him. Uh, well, obviously, you did. You mentioned you didn't stick with the country and all. You ended up back in California, where you ended up getting into the pop scene later on in the '80s when you were a teenager there. And like I said, the first hit, I think we're alone now. And he went on to do a few more, which led to two successful world tours, all that fun stuff. The education you were able to get in Nashville as far as how the music business works. How much were you able to take that education, you and your parents, I should say, into what well, I mean, I think it was just, to be yeah, successful? It was really just living through stuff, you know, just learning something every day. I'm still doing that. I mean, I think that's, you know, part of the music industry, you know. you It is a business. Um, so as an artist now, I'm very involved in the business side. I co-manage myself, and, you know, I'm very involved in the publicity and the marketing, and and it is a bigger picture than just being an artist. Um, But I think, you know, with my parents and everything, we just got up and and met people. I mean, my dad was a a go-getter, so, you know, he was very proud of me. And once he really, you know, asked me, is this what you really want to do? Because we're not pushing you to do this. And I was not shy. I definitely wanted to perform. Um, so, you know, once that was the mindset, my dad just went out there and continued to meet people and talk to people and kind of old school. I mean, now, you know, it's still about meeting people and who you know and being seen and all of that. But, you know, it's it's not as maybe as, as friendly as it used to be, you know, and word of mouth and handshakes and stuff. Um, yeah. You, know, you don't I see that anymore. For me, no, you don't see that anymore. And, you know, for me now, I mean, I'm still being educated about the music industry. Social media, there's just so much um, that's changing all the time. Um, it's, Even the I business of exciting. albums and stuff like that. Yeah, and I think it's exciting because I'm a, an independent now, you know, um, so kind of an indie artist. But at, at the same time, you know, I have a, I have a name, so... I have to work things a little differently than maybe some band, you know, who's just starting. But it still is very hands-on. And there's so many great avenues now for artists that they, you know, they don't have to have the big label. 
Um, and touring really is still the factor, I think, that makes it all work, um, from income to to exposure to being seen. And, you know, that's why I love touring. I mean, I've been – this year we'll just be on the road mostly um, with this show. I do some retro stuff here and there, which is fun, um, two or three songs and the big, huge arenas with lots of other people like Lisa Lisa and Expose and Taylor Dane and myself, and those are really fun shows as well. Oh, yeah. Now, when you were doing the mall, mall tours, I was actually watching another interview uh, last night, you know, because we were talking with your manager and to confirm everything and whatnot. You, you, what's the story behind you and New Kids when you gave them the okay? You know, yeah, why don't you open for me and whatnot? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, they came in and um, I was on uh, backstage. I had a show that night and. I always had my girlfriend would travel with me um, just so I'd have somebody my own age. Um, so for the summer, she'd come out on the road with me and do whatever. I mean, she'd help me with my clothes, just fun stuff, you know. Yeah. And uh, so we were backstage and we were having our lunch, and my agent at the time brought in these five guys. And he was like, I just signed them. They do have a record out. They're getting some radio play. And, you know, I would be really great if they could perform for you and see if this is a match. Because I didn't have an opening act. Um, okay. And they did. They they sang for me and, and danced. And, you know, I was like hot, 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 hot. All of them are cute. Um, and <laughs> the music was great. And so I pretty much said that day, I was like, well, if they're ready to perform, they can just open tonight. I think this is a yeah. perfect match. And we'll just try it. Um, and I, I, I mean, the new kids were all about it. I think my agent was a little like, oh, oh, okay. So they did. They went out there and they performed, and I heard a bunch of girls screaming and carrying on, and I was like, yes, I've done a good thing. Um, of course, I got in yeah. trouble from it, you know, after my manager found out that I, <laughs> I hadn't even talked to him about it. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it was an instinct. I just, it made sense. It made sense. I mean, their music is great, and and they are cute, and you know, and I'm very proud of being a part of their beginning. Um, I mean, it's great. It's been great. We've kind of reconnected last year, and it was awesome to to be in Coney Island with them and and to see them perform again, and just you know, just overall, just be there um, with them. That's my childhood as well. Yeah, and I'm not going to date us exactly, but it's amazing now that we fast forward to now where there's a lot of us, and I'm grouping you and me, that, just that generation of, like, the 80s and 90s and whatnot, who are now in their 30s and 40s, and talking to people who've seen some of those bands, like New Kids or yourself, or, what you know, whatever artist you want to take, that they're still going, there's those oohs and ahs, look at how cute they are, look at this, look, everything you just said there. So that's a testament as well. That Well, I think it's really cool that, you know, again, I do a lot of shows with a multi-artist. And, you know, I think people get a sense if you're not on the radio, then, you know, you're dead. You know, like nothing's going that's on. Totally but not that's totally That couldn't be farther from the truth. And I think, you know, it's awesome to, to perform with people like Lisa Lisa or Act Expose or, or Taylor. You know, I mean... They still got it. I mean, they put on amazing shows. And I'm, you know, for me, it's awesome for me to be a part of these shows as well to see them perform because they are so good. And 
I'm inspired and, you know, I've always been a fan. So I think that's the difference when you go and see a lot of performers and they still have it and they're still growing as artists. You know, I hope people would definitely support that and, and definitely come out and see their shows because it's, it's worth it's worth the ticket price for sure. Yeah, and you know, it's I always it's and of course you know how it is. It's always bar bar talk when you talk music and stuff. I as far as that point, I always point to Smokey Robinson as one that still has it at his age. Oh and yeah. And you don't see that that you don't see that kind of talent. But there's the next two or three generations where where we fast forward to like I said, you guys and the eighties and nineties that you know. They ain't half bad. They still got it as well at this stage of the game when you've been in the game 15, 20 years, whatever it may be, which is yep. amazing. Well, for me, it's been it's going to be 30 years, so from from the time that I really started singing and, and you know, including the country stuff. So, you know, yeah. it's, it's pretty amazing to still be doing what I love. Um, I think I'm getting better at it. Um, and just, again, being in a place... I love living in Nashville because I have so many musician friends. That we just make music to make music, sometimes not even for myself. I write for other artists, and um, and I write from rock to pop to, you know, to country. So it's very freeing right now just to be able to be in a great creative space and just do what I love. Yeah. And, you know, it's great. I, I had to hear back from him this morning, but, you know, we'll – uh, let's just say a prominent country music fan or musician who's written for other people as well. I sent a text to this morning because of you doing all this singing songwriting as well and being based in Nashville. It's like, hey, if you had a chance to work with, you know, and I dropped your name, Tiffany, hey, we're getting ready to have her on and all that. But, yeah, it's like, I could see you just, you you, you know, it's like I sent, said, I could see you two doing something. It's not my field and, you know, the Obviously, like you said, the business side and all that stuff. But since you're both local to each other, it's like, man, that'd be what about you know that'd, that'd be pretty cool to. Yeah, I mean, it, it, really get an introduction. Kind of place too. People just yeah. love to jam together. I mean, exactly. I do songwriting um, showcases out here. We're you know just my friends really, um, and they're all yeah. prominent writers. They've written for Jason Aldean, a ton, tons of people. Um, and so it's great to be known as a songwriter out here, really, more than oh. just Tiffany, you know, the, the pop artist. Um, yeah. Because that meant a lot to me. I mean, Nashville really has has the talent on so many different levels, from, from you know, voice vocally to, again, songwriting, you know, and what it, what it takes to make a good song. So I'm in a great, I'm in a great place, and I, and I love it. Yeah, and, you know, I won't drop name, but I think people and fans of the show and everything else who know us would know that this person, as far as the singing songwriting goes, and it's interesting, you would probably agree with this, that Nashville is usually a guitar town as far as being a singer-songwriter, but yet this person is known for his piano work. So we'll... Oh. Now you've got me thinking. <laughs> I'll tell you when we're done recording, but you know who it is. But you know, cool. but like I said, uh, well, the final question I noticed might be you probably get a lot of grief, and uh, you know, so many, so many different ways. But uh, you know, I was curious to know, and I didn't even uh, at the time. Uh, in O two, what was that like? As because 
for several years there you went to you went to raise your son and your family life and kept things private you know it's like how was that as a parent to be able to tell your son oh guess what i did you know it, <laughs> you know you know where i'm going with that like it's like do as i say not as i do and whatever yeah i mean for my son you know he i i didn't know if he was a musician i mean i kind of nurtured that part but it's just not who he is you know i mean he yeah he had drum lessons and guitar lessons and i mean of course there was always different musicians around us and you know but i mean i did i took a lot of time off just to be elijah's mom um and yes. I don't regret that at all because um, he's going to be 25 this year, and it goes by really fast, um, you know, and I I really do cherish all that time that we spent and instead of going to L.A. parties or hobnobbing or maybe a red carpet, I would just stay in my pajamas and watch movies with my son, you know. And family yeah. time is really important to me, so it is a balance. I mean, you know, it's hard. I, I mean, I probably – missed out on some things from my career but again that's that's nothing that I look back and, and think wow I made a bad choice you know um with Elijah I I really didn't push the music industry on him and he's a very funny he's a structural engineer so he's a very together kind of child he's always been very smart and and very disciplined so I, I I'm I'm lucky he's he's really a great guy um, and it was always been a great kid. But, you know, it, for me, it was like, I didn't really do the whole mom was famous kind of thing. I mean, he knew. And uh, I think the biggest thing was when he started watching videos and stuff like that. And then I would come on TV. It was weird for him. He's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> my mom. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Right. Um, like, and that's the thing. You were mom. You weren't Tiffany this, that, the musician, the songwriter, whatever whatever angle you want to look at there. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I just really, I mean, you know, he only asked me, if you, you know, for a few favors here and there, like Nickelodeon. He's like, Mom, do you know anybody at Nickelodeon? <laughs> oh, of course, you yeah. um, You know, I mean, he was younger and stuff like that. I mean, there are some pros, you know, for, for being famous and, Every once in a while, he'd be like, oh, that would be cool, you know, and then it was a good day to yeah. be Tiffany. <laughs> exactly. But, and like we said, she's going to be, she's on tour, and make sure you go out and see her at com to get all the information for the music and all that fun stuff. But if you go and see her on tour, and you happen to see her out and about or whatever, I will drop a little rumor that I heard to get to this woman's heart. Is a good Italian dinner, from what I've heard. But you know. oh yes, I love Italian food. I'm a foodie. I love to make Italian food. But yeah, uh, any good sit down. I am. I really am like a. I like spending time with people. You know, my friends and my band members and my family, and so. And usually that's over food, good food and wine. You know, and talking and taking the time to to do that. So it's very important to me. Even when I'm on the road, we do try to go and find. Nice restaurants to sit down and just have a good laugh and, you know, kind of decompress a little bit. Well, I'll put it this way to wrap it up is I know because when we're taping this, you're going to be getting ready to go to Atlantic City, New Jersey, and we're based in Philly, so we might have to reach out and show you some good grub 
in the Jersey side of things, and just this region, but... But we will figure that out off-air. But we don't want to spoil that, but TiffanyTunes.com. Tiffany, thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Thank you for your time. Close the door, turn out the light. I hear you whisper my name in the night. You never disappear, can't let it fade. The reflection of you and me chasing dreams shadows me every day. With over 30 years of experience and a superb reputation for being a detail-oriented company, Lacey Cleaning has some of the highest work standards in the cleaning business. That's the fact, Jack! Whether it's carpet cleaning, tile, grout cleaning, new construction cleanup, rental turnovers, vent and duct cleaning, odor elimination, office and or business cleaning, power washing, residential cleaning, you name it, they do it. Check them out to contact them today, LaceyCleaning at gmail.com or call them at 609-709-8536. That's what I'm talking about.